This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. But first to our look at conditions on the land this week, which is dominated by the aftermath of the torrential rain and storms which have been swirling around the top of the North Island. Leah Tebbett's here to tell us how growers have been faring. And you were out and about in South Auckland this week, Leah. What did you find? Rain was falling hard as I drove up. The area had had roughly 300 millimetres of rain since Friday. Paddocks, fields and stock are sodden. Heavy rain had been expected Tuesday, with more sandbags bought in preparation. Thankfully, the rain was not as heavy as predicted, so most growers didn't suffer further. However, signs of Friday's flooding were still very much evident. Surface flooding, silt piles and onions littered the rural roads. Some fields and low-lying areas were still deep underwater, and others, once neatly tilled, are barren after being washed out by floodwaters. And the deluge came at a really bad time for the onion harvest, didn't it? Yes, one grower I talked to on Pollock Road sits at the bottom of a rise. Their main depot is on site and houses onions, fertiliser and all their grading equipment. As the water fell on Friday, it flowed down Pollock Road, turning into a torrent wiping out the fields and streaming through this depot. The water was a metre high at least, and as I walked through the building, you could still see the brown water line indicating just how high and how much water came through. There were roughly, I think, 600 bins of onions stacked four high, stored in the depot at the time. Those on the bottom filled with water, leaving the onions inside soaked. There is hope they will dry out, but that depends on the weather over these next few days. And that's the fan noise, Leah, is it, that we can hear drying things out? Yes, it's working to dry out the motors of the grading machinery in the depot. At this stage, it's not looking promising. So it's not simply the crops affected, but all parts of the business. Prav Hari leads the growing operation and showed me around. However, he couldn't talk. He was mentally exhausted and couldn't find words to describe the anguish he had faced in recent days. Yes, we've got a feel for those growers, haven't we, Leah? Tell us a little bit more about what you found. Well, water was still flowing at pace down the culvert just outside the depot site. I spoke to a grower of leafy greens. On higher land, he still predicts to have lost 10% of their crop. It's the same for this onion and potato grower who is asked not to be named. We harvested uh, Thursday night, harvested onions till, till reasonably late and then woke up Friday morning and it was just sort of constant rain. And as the day 
progressed. It got got heavier and heavier. So they were harvested, like sitting on the paddock, wait, yeah. drying out. Uh, so, no, so we we're actually lifting them off. These have been out a couple of weeks. These would have been harvested now had had the rain have not come. Gotcha. Um, so they're right ready for harvest, and all everything around this area is the the same. And you just do onions, onions and potatoes. We're just waiting and seeing how the uh, how the, they're all sitting on the ground. So if the water drops away, they'll be okay. But if it stays up, or we get more rain. They will rot, start rotting in the grounds. And Leah, what did you find further north of Pukekohe? Slips become more and more evident as you drive further north, but I eventually made it to the Waiuku area and the home of weatherman Brian Hamilton, who leases land to a farmer in the valley below. So we're on the uh, Fitu Peninsula, which is on the southern south head of the Manuku Harbour, Right across on the Auckland Airport. On Saturday morning, was this just completely flooded and it's looked right. that way since? Yeah, so yeah, we, our valley here was underwater, but and then it drained away, and then we only had another 20 millimetres on Sunday, and it was a, it flooded again. So that's once the ground was wet, it just flood, the water just runs off. So another 90 mils, and that's actually the biggest lake I've seen here in our valley. So it's just horrendous how yeah. much... Uh, we don't want any more rain, but luckily I think that's the worst of it. Yeah, the farm at the end of the road there, they've never seen that much water yet. So, But it does drain away quick here. We're quite lucky. We just need the rain to stop now, mm. as everyone does. He hasn't lost any stock or anything? No, um, I, I think luckily you know, it was predicted, so it would have kept the stock off. Grass can actually handle being underwater for a week or two. It's pretty resilient, and um, it actually adds a lot of nutrients back. As long as you, that water can drain away within a few yeah. days, it's, the grass doesn't mind. I also visited Pleasant Valley Blueberries. Owner Sade Dodd was planning to open the orchard, as she does every Auckland anniversary, to her pick-your-own customers. However, rain poured through the orchard in a stream up to your calf, a site that returned on Wednesday morning. There is no damage to the orchard itself, however low-lying fruits have been affected and the ripe fruit is now falling off as it's past its harvest time. And Leah, the Bay of Plenty didn't escape from this weather either. Yes, Tipuki farmer Rick Powdrill says he recorded 530 millimetres of rain for January, about half of that falling in just two days at the end of the month. He says other farmers only a matter of kilometres away recorded 300 millimetres in a 24-hour period during the Friday deluge. Local Federated Farmers President Brent Mountfort says all parts of Bay of Plenty have been affected. He says on farm, culverts have blown out and access roads have slips covering them. Also access for milk tankers, forestry, it, it, it's actually quite a... And then when you get on farm, actually getting stock trucks in and out can become a, a bit of a challenge. And, and as farmers, you know, we were dealing with all these sort of extremes all the time, but... This time round, it's been quite extreme. There's uh, a farm up Lower Kaimais there, and uh, at the moment, they ex- actually have to drive out their front gate and go further up the Kaimais and come back in the back end because they can't actually access the back of their farm at the moment. It's also delaying just some basic on-farm work, isn't it, like sharing, oh, like silage making? Most farmers haven't uh, been able to do that. Um, so the contractors are hopelessly far behind now. The same with shearing. Usually it's done and dusted before Christmas. On the plus side, the grass is growing in the hills. Um, it's an issue down on the plains, though. Uh, it's too wet. Dairy farmers, 
are way down on their milk production and some are even using supplements already. Brent Mountfort says some maize crops have had huge bear patches because it's been too waterlogged and there will be supplementary feed shortages in coming months. Some kiwifruit vines and the structures they grow on have been wiped out following the extreme conditions in Bay of Plenty and other kiwifruit growing regions of Northland and Tairawhiti. The head of the grower group NZKGI, Colin Bond, says damage isn't widespread, but for a few individual growers it's been significant. And Leah, from one extreme to the other, parts of the South Island are preparing for a drought. Yes, the West Coast and Southland are both experiencing low soil moisture. Rain and cooler temperatures are forecast, with farmers hoping it brings some reprieve. However, heads of industry were meeting on Friday to discuss the dry climate and make sure they could stay on top of it as best they can. Thanks, Leah. And some good news. We've heard the harvest in Canterbury's in full swing. Recent hot weather has brought crops ready, and with good weather at the moment, contractors are doing huge hours. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.